This week, it's just the dynamic duo here to talk about the 2021 visual masterpiece Dune and why you should have it on loop in the background because this movie is a it's 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 everything. But uh, that's why it needs to be on the folding list. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to The Folding List, where we pay attention to the movie so you don't have to. Um, I've paid attention to this movie every time I watched it because it's it, it's hard to look away. Like, the, this movie's great. So, like, if you have seen it and you've seen it a few times, it's great to throw in the background, background because it's almost like a like the best screensaver you could ever have it's like every shot is beautiful and uh and i'm glad my co-host here uh decided to uh do this movie so i'm gonna bring him in what's going on cam I, or what what does that say oh what, man what is your name hey you ain't never did nothing strange for a little piece of change no no, no. hey oh no that's going that's uh acting beside zendaya again <laughs> what did you what <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie starts Tim, uh tom holland and zendaya tim timothy chalamet <laughs> oh, that's not tom wait holland. a minute oh, is this yeah. which which movie did you watch because i watched the one with the rocket yeah yeah dude well i guess that oh he looks like tom holland oh timothy chalamet yeah <laughs> I was like, damn, how many movies are they going to do together? <laughs> wow. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, you really did think that was <laughs> that was Tom Holland? No, nah, but he fits the whole yeah. main character. Model. They are very similar dudes. <laughs> but one, I feel like I feel like uh, what's his name? Uh, now nah, I forgot the kid. Timothy Chalamet. I feel like he smokes more <laughs> cigarettes. That's like the difference between those two. Like Chalamet's, <laughs> that's why he's just got that like, that like, hey, vibe. He just smokes way too many cigarettes. I think that that's, that's soul, all that is. That's Soul Cal vibe. He's like, hey, guys. yeah, yeah. And I think he's like a, a New York kid. Like he's a, a legit actor because I think he, um, his first big break was, if I'm remembering correctly, it was. Uh, Ah, not a rival. Uh, the movie Walker? with Matthew McConaughey, um, flying through space, gotta save the planet. Uh, oh no, I can't believe I'm blanking on this movie. This is really upsetting me. Uh, with big ship and the big as the <laughs> soundtrack. Oh wait, he was a, directed he was by Christopher Nolan. Movie? Oh my oh, god! Oh wow. So wait, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. Interstellar. Show. Good lord, that's that's real upsetting. I don't even know why I needed to remember the name of that movie. Cam, I need your help. <laughs> you know what? You know I've never seen that movie, Interstellar, and I'm a big space guy. Wait, isn't that crazy? Oh, wow! You you've never seen Interstellar? Nah, never. I think that's gonna be uh, on my next list. Oh yes, you should definitely watch that one. In terms of like visually striking movies, that's yeah. right up there, man. Like literally the uh, the render of a black hole that they have in that movie is so accurate that physicists, like astrophysicists and uh, 
like NASA and stuff were just like, yep, that's basically it. But like they worked with them to create this, uh, like the most accurate image of a black hole that we've ever seen. Like if we were out in space looking at one, that's what I it would look black like. Holes. Black holes yeah. are my favorite. You've never seen that? That's crazy, man. You should really watch, you should really watch Interstellar. That's the movie I was trying to think of. Good lord. Yeah. So um Whew. it's this one, like I'm a big fan of like you know those space movies as far as like uh uh Blade Runner uh 2047, yeah. um, which coincidentally uh this is the same director that uh that does this yep Demi Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve yeah is he French oh, or is he American? He, oh he's definitely French oh, Denis okay. Villeneuve <laughs> <It's Denis. laughs> yeah. yeah man he's definitely French um I I don't know to actually yeah he did one of my other favorites um, yeah. which is Arrival, when you're talking about space movies, man. Have you seen Arrival? Oh, yeah. Isn't that with Hawkeye? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the finger aliens? Yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> Yo, imagine being affected by those things. <laughs> oh, boy. But that's the thing is like they were, uh, I don't even want to spoil it for people because it's like such a good movie. If you If you're like, see, and I think that's the thing about Dune. That's the category that this fits into is that this is a hard sci-fi movie. This is not sci-fi in the sense of like Marvel characters or in the sense of like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, Mac and me speaking of uh, Marvel characters and Ant-Man. Uh, but yeah, like that's like sci-fi and like, you know, like even aliens, predator. Yeah. Sci-fi. But Dune, yeah. Dune is hard sci-fi arrival, hard sci-fi. And what I mean by that is like, it's it's hard to watch in the sense that you have to really pay attention to know what's going on. I heard uh, that Dune, um, a lot of people um, would lie and say that they got the entire plot of Dune uh, from the book mm -hmm. series, um, when in actuality they did not, because there are so many different themes that yeah, that were I can imagine in the novel, in the graphic novel. Um, so to speak, and when did when did the graphic novel come out? It was like eighties or seventies. Oh. I yeah, I don't know because I think the book the book is very old. I, I genuinely don't know how old the the actual book is. But I, what did you say for the book? Nineteen sixty five. Wow, that, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, because I I only know a few people that have actually read this book. I probably it probably would have been cool to have some of them on to talk about this, but um, yeah. but yeah, like it's it's a very complex story with a lot of like heavy language and made up words, except for the main character. His name is Paul, and then like Duke Idaho. Like, I don't know how. They, <laughs> Uh, how that I don't know how their names are so cool, but like everybody else yeah, has got the 60s, crazy. Paul names. was like a cool name too. He's like, yeah, this is Paul. Yeah, Far out, man. <laughs> like one character's name is Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, <laughs> and then the protagonist's name is Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting like I, I really i i want to read the book but i feel like it's gonna like completely fly over my head but you know one day i might dive in there just because i know that 
like it, it's probably worth it. I think it'll be worth yeah. it to actually read the book. Um, yeah. I don't see how you'll have enough time though, because man, that book looked like it was thick. It was, like, it was real yeah. thick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, it's it seems like a, a real hard read, and a lot of people say it is. Like you really have to like focus and pay attention and, and make the effort on that book because um, there's there's a lot, like you said, there's so many things going on in this, and like just visuals alone. Honestly, there were things in this that I had never seen before, I had never thought about before, like the the size of the spaceships alone, and like the mm. beginning of the movie. You're just like, oh, this is crazy. I've never seen, yeah, I've never seen spaceships that size and like right next to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the only time you see that is like close encounters of the third kind. Yeah, I think uh, Denis Villeneuve, um, he really plays off the scale um, of, you know, certain objects in a lot of his movies. Um, Also, a little bit of trivia. Did you know? that George Lucas stole the whole plot for this damn movie or for this damn series. And he made it like a multi-billion dollar <laughs> franchise. <laughs> yeah, I, I've i heard that before, um, but I, I don't know how one-to-one it is, but I know like that's kind of the whole thing about Star Wars, man, is like it is heavily influenced by other other types of stories other sci-fis other yeah. like japanese films like i just found a video that was doing um side by sides of a lot of the references that um a lot of the like you know things that he was referencing in star wars it's crazy man there's a ton yeah. george lucas you dirty motherfucker you just <laughs> all this stuff Man. Yeah, but he did donate like billions of dollars to charity, so I can't really be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just as long know. as they open that purse, then that's okay. You know, if you do wrong, open your purse. That should be a lesson. Straight up, man. <laughs> yeah, you get away with a lot if you just give away your money. Yeah, just exactly. please give away your money. <laughs> <laughs> Who else should give away their money? <laughs> Bill Cosby, uh, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> nah, man, they can keep that money. They can keep it in hell. <laughs> that money's tainted. I don't want that shit. You can keep that. There's other money. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm talking about uh, Amazon man or something. Like... You weigh your money, though. <laughs> I'll draw my line at billionaire, not monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh that's true. No, that's facts. I I agree. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what this movie's actually about, or as best you can, tell these people oh, what man. what it's actually about. Well, just going off of the surface level knowledge that I have and this Wikipedia article that I have right in front of me, (laughs) Paul (laughs) Atreides is a brilliant and gifted young man uh, born into a great destiny beyond his understanding. He must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to farm spice, spice, space drugs, space cocaine for everything. You know, you sniff it. He'll have amazing abilities, 
if you put in your ships, you can do light speed space travel. You can do anything with this shit. Put on your macaroni and cheese. It'll make your macaroni and cheese smell really good. It even tastes even better. Did you know that? Yeah. I don't remember them eating mac and cheese in this movie. No, it, it does look like all like all seasoning though, like all spice. <laughs> it's some, like it's a, some Tony Tony Roasters. <laughs> some old bay. Let's <laughs> put some old yeah. bay. Okay. <laughs> old, old Bay is pretty pretty valuable where okay. I'm from. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Man. <laughs> America, let me put that you. worm in some old bay. Travis's mom made some pasta. And man, let me tell you, I had about four or five places. That's bad boy. But yeah. Yeah. They, they gotta farm the old bay. And um, but the only thing is it's guarded. Hmm. giant sandworm and let me tell you this thing is huge it's about the size of texas matter of fact <laughs> 400 meters yeah which is crazy they use meters but yeah yeah in the, year, ten, in the year ten thousand. yeah it's like ten thousand one hundred and forty or whatever <laughs> that's crazy that and that that's like huh <laughs> Is that the year that this is set in 10,100? Oh, yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, the year 10,000. So it's, and that's kind of the cool thing about it is that it's it, it's interesting because you can do like a, a, a real interesting take on a lot of our like sci-fi tropes. Like, yeah. yes, they're flying in these giant spaceships, but nobody has guns. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of stuff like that. That's that's really like they all have swords, but they also have full body like force field shields around them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So what what is it past? Well, I guess there's still a lot past that. Um, so once they're guard, they're they're trying to uh, mine the spice or farm the spice, and it's all guarded by the worms. But go ahead and continue from there. Uh, you know, that's where my attention span kind of let out, you know, um, I Ooh. just love visuals <laughs> <laughs> after the worm, like they were talking about this kid being like the second coming of Jesus and everything like that. And all the people were like, you know, kind of bound to him and shit. And after that, uh -huh. I was like, oh, okay. It's going to be one of those movies, but it looks pretty. It looks real pretty. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah and, um, wow. Yeah, my boy Jason Momoa is in it too. Love yeah. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in, and I was just talking about that like in this one in particular like uh Jason is uh Jason it feels like he's actually acting and he's not just doing the Oh yeah. yeah. Jason, that's me. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Give me a beer. Bruh. Pat you on your back. Hey, man. That's that's like that's kind of okay. Like it, it's cool in one or two movies, but I'm not trying to see you do that in all your stuff. But I, I will say that I don't watch his his show on Apple called what is it? C. Uh, have you seen that? I, I have not. Though no. is this like pre beard shave or post beard shave? <laughs> You might want to silence your cell phone, homie. I know. Yeah, it's Dinging all up in the mic. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> I got Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Bing! <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Yeah, this this but we can get back to the cast. The cast is actually uh it's it's chock full of people, honestly. There's there's a ton of people in this movie. Yeah. Um, like you said, uh Jason Momoa, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, uh, or Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgard. What's up? What's what's Zendaya's last name? Does she have a last name? Is it like Madonna? Zendaya. Just Zendaya. Zendaya. No. no? Yeah. Okay. All right. Shout out to yep. Zendaya. <laughs> Straight up. And then we got, what is it? Har- Javier Bardem, Dave Batista, Josh Brolin. We got a ton of people in this movie. It's a, a straight up A-list cast. Um, Stellan and- Skarsgård? Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my homeboy from Andor. Yeah. Uh, and that weird little dude. Damn it. <laughs> 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 and the weird Black little dude. <laughs> that weird little dude, David uh Das Malikin, that yeah, plays like yes, all the yeah, mentally yeah. ill uh, people in like every movie. Whoa, he plays so many, so many he's like such a good character actor, it's crazy, man. He's been in everything. He he's been in like he's been in multiple man. DC movies and multiple Marvel movies. Yeah. And now he's in Dune. Like, well. I don't know if he's going to be in any more of Doom, but uh might be kind of a spoiler. But <laughs> he, uh, it, it's there's a lot of like a lot of big people, and like you said, the visuals are great. But the story, it's it seems like it's almost too complicated. But I feel like it's all going to pay off once we get to the um, basically the last two parts of this, which I think. They're supposed to, I think part two comes out in 2024. Uh, let me see. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was uh, the end of this year, but just oh, judging no, by 2023. Yeah. I mean, judging by how everything's been pushed back, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if it was delayed till 2024, honestly. No, I think it's supposed to come out 2023, which that's, uh, that's awesome. Because like there, man, it seems like there's going to be that's when that's when stuff is going to really pop off because it seems like, oh, nice. Six days ago, they just said that it's going to be October 20th, 2023. Let's go. A Halloween movie. I'm down for that. Halloween. Yep. I'm hyped, man. Everybody's going to be in Dune mode. Yep. Yeah. They're going to be in Dune Uh, gear. They're going to be spraying water everywhere. Like fake stabbing every spitting each other on stuff. Like, <laughs> I give you my food. We're still in the pandemic. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then Josh Brolin was like about to about to kill that dude. And uh, I don't know if you if you caught that, but that was definitely a reference to uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, was it when he? I didn't when he that, left, uh, and then he was like. I don't like him. (laughs) And it's definitely, yeah. Yep. They're both in uh, no country for old men. So obviously they have these two beef and right from jump. (laughs) That's funny. I, I love that movie. That's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. 
I love that movie. It's so good. And Javier Bardem is incredible in it. Um, Josh Brolin is amazing in it. Yeah, yeah. Call it. Huh? <laughs> Call it. I, I'd like to know what I'm calling it for. Call it. You've been, you've been putting up for it. You've been putting up with it for your entire life. <laughs> oh, no. That was good. It's <laughs> so scary. And then he just like puts that thing up to their forehead and they're just like, uh huh. Like, what? <laughs> like, no, nah, man, what is that? Like, <laughs> touch me, first of all. <laughs> it was the 80s, man. Good Lord. <laughs> just, oh, no. Man, so good, so good, such a good movie. Um, and I thought that movie was directed by the same dude, but it wasn't. Um, mm. uh, Denis hasn't really done has no music any. Anymore. He hasn't really done much. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. Um, because I thought yeah. that um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine was absolutely brilliant in every mm -hmm. single way. Um, just the cinematography, uh, the color grading, um. The way that um uh what's the main character's name in that? Forget his name. In Blade Runner 2049? Yeah, not Ryan Reynolds, but you know, you know what I'm talking uh, about. Uh Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yeah, one of those, one of the Ryans. Um, yeah. the way that he acts without really saying anything, where he can just look and you can already tell the kind of emotion that is going through, or the lack of emotion that is going through. And the way that he plays <laughs> off of that is brilliant, you know? Yeah, I, I need to see it again. Um, I, I did enjoy 2049. I do I do like that movie. I'm just not really a Ryan uh, Gosling fan. Um, oh, yeah. But I need to give it another chance. I, th I think he's a little, uh, for me, I, like you said, his lack of emotion, like sometimes that can be distracting. Um, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, man. Like he's he's really not <laughs> he doesn't do it for me a lot of the time. Like the only time that worked for me was Drive. And and even that, oh, I only watched the movie yeah. one time. You didn't like the, the, the one time. scene where he's like, God damn it. <laughs> and then he storms out. <laughs> I feel like he's probably funnier than he is like a dramatic actor. But I, I don't know. I'm, I, I could be talking out of my ass. I haven't seen a lot of his work, so I can't really like put that on him. But I will say uh, from what I have seen, he's OK. He's cool. Um, but that movie 2049, like you said, visually, once again, uh, top tier, like haven't seen anything really like it since other than Dune. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And um I know that there were a little bit of uh, um, there's kind of like a slight deviation from the novel um, in regards to the movie, wasn't it? Oh, really? Um, I think so. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, certain characters, um, I'm not going to say who, but certain characters die when they actually um, are in all the way through. So oh, I'm wondering really? how, uh, uh, yeah, I'm wondering how he's going to play it off. Um, oh, that's two. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a one-to-one -one faithful adaptation, but um, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna do something interesting in the in the sequels. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would really like to see where the story goes because um, 
like we were saying, people, if you haven't seen this movie, you really should, um, because yes, visually it's great, but the story is also super compelling. And I think the first time you really have to get past um, like how complicated the names are, like House Atreides and um, what's the other one, the Harkonnen and how like how it's like 10,000 years in the future, but it also feels like it's kind of in the past. Um, there, there's a ton of stuff like that to where you kind of have to wrap your head around it the first time. And then when I was watching it the second time, I was like, oh, this is like this is actually a really cool story. And there's a lot going on and it feels like they're setting up like a giant war that's going to happen for a very long time. And yeah. we only got like a glimpse of it. We only got a glimpse. And there's so many cool ships and like the uh what is it the uh like the 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 people the desert people um yeah. from that planet yeah. i forgot what they're the free freemen oh yeah i know that they have blue eyes that's what i know and yes yeah, they don't yeah. have blood they have water crazy yeah yeah they have they have blue eyes because it's caused by the like year like you know hundreds of years generations of exposure to uh spice space like so <laughs> it's so cool like yeah like they're they're immune to it but also like they're affected by it at the same time like everybody mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. it's so intense oh if you're tired of the endless scrolling when you finally have some time to yourself at the end of a hectic day Listen to The Nightly Binge for suggestions on the most binge-worthy shows. If you ever just want to throw on a movie while doing chores or laundry that don't require your full attention, listen to The Folding List for reviews on movies that you can watch while not really watching. For the funniest group of guys that sit around and review movies on a brewski system, you do not want to miss Movie Dogs after the credits. And last but not least, Tune in to Sandusky's Talk Shit for the funniest stories on everyday problems that an interracial slash blended family deal with, and they discuss all of this while drinking. A lot. Also, don't forget to follow our podcast on Instagram. We appear as Sandusky's Talk Shh. That is S-A-N-D-U-S-K-Y-S-T-A-L-K-S-H-H-H. Please message us with any suggestions on topics you'd like for us to discuss while drinking. A lot. What did you what what stood out to you as a you know as a graphic designer as a graphic artist like what mm. what was what were the things that actually stood out to you? Um, well, I like the fact that to me um, he uses a lot of practical effects. Um, however, I will say that I was not very convinced um, of his use of special effects in the war scene, uh, especially when oh. the huh. yeah when the helmet kind of like comes up to reveal that it's um not tom holland um yeah like, that was weird yeah, yeah yeah his face was like photoshopped on this cg body <laughs> and he had like that was on. very strange i don't know why that was like that it was very strange it was very out of place it was very marvel-esque um like how they did it <laughs> and i was shocked um oh, uh, yes they got marvel you're slipping guys let's Dang. let's do something about that um, yeah yeah but, real quick like is that is that a symptom of 
just like rushing edits is that what's happening kind of with marvel is that what happens in scenes like that to where it's like oh we weren't really going to do this but uh the director wants to change it we need you to change it now now, now. like Maybe. is that what's going on i i think so and i think and this is just me um my own opinion but um it mm. might have been just like a lasting effect due to covid um just because how like you know everything was kind of pushed back schedule wise and now in order for disney and marvel to you know make that nut on the catalina wine mixer they gotta keep their <laughs> deadlines yeah yeah mm, interesting motherfucking catalina wine mixer yeah. i don't i don't know man i feel like i feel like marvel needs to get back to I've said this many times, but they need to get back to not telling us like what's coming because that gives them that gives them some leeway that gives them time to like figure stuff out and get it finished instead of like rushing it. And I think that scene in Dune, it feels like that's kind of a part of it as well as like that. That one scene, it seems like somebody was like, uh, we need something that like we need some kind of action. Like, can can you put some kind of scene in there of like him flipping and like doing his thing? We need to see that. Yeah, we need a face and- reveal. You know, we need a really sexy face reveal. You know, oh man, there's sand, you know, there's sand, and then all of a sudden there's death, and there's action, and then all of a sudden it's not Tom Holland. <laughs> That's, That's so funny. You you did you thought that, you thought that was Tom Holland? <laughs> they got they got similar vibes, but man, that's so funny. Tom's like much more. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I just saw Zendaya and then I just saw like a white blob that's like right next to him. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Skinny guy. Got it. <laughs> Man, like I <laughs> like I, I really want to watch this movie. Honestly, now that I've like seen it a second time, I almost want to watch it a third strictly because like I feel like I've seen new things and understand understood better um understood like deeper aspects of the story like the relationship between uh the uh, between Paul and his father who's like uh you know duke basically um, who run yeah. yeah Oscar Isaac and uh he definitely runs like, you know, and basically audience, the whole reason why spice is important is because like you're saying, Cam, it allows uh, inter uh, intergalactic space travel. Yeah. So it's the yeah. most valuable uh, resource in the in the universe. Um, and whoever farms this, just like any any resource is going to be rich. And and that's the crazy part about this is that a family the the heart the house harkonnen uh they ran um they ran spice trade for 80 years and then out of nowhere the galactic emperor was like you're out house atreides you're in um which obviously leads to a ton of problems because you have this super rich uh, entity that has just been kicked out and fired, basically, that's almost more powerful than the Emperor. And then you have this other uh, house that has just been kind of given this uh, basically this like 
cash cow. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And they have to strike a deal with the sand people, you know, in order to freely dig. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, just as long as you avoid that worm, you'll be good. Oof. And that was that was a moment that I was kind of blown away was seeing that worm for the first time be like, oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's yeah. real big. <laughs> no, I was uh I was I was afraid of uh sand for a long time because of uh that. And I remember a long time ago. Do you remember uh like one of those old sci-fi movies called Land Verlines? You remember that? Oh, uh Lang Lang Verlines, yeah. Lang Verlines. It had to have been 1993, 1994. Oh wait, what? L A N G Lang Verlene? Yeah, Lang. Oh, Verlaine. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know what I'm seeing. That is not it. You're gonna have to find that one, buddy, because I can't. I don't know if I've seen that one, but <laughs> but what about that movie now? Yeah, it um it didn't exactly have um have sandworms, but it was it was these. It was kind of like worms, but they were like ground piranhas and they would just eat everything in sight and they would eat the ground from under you. So this plane was trying to land, but the land Verlines just like ate the runway. So the plane had to stay afloat and they had to, I think, I think the conflict was, okay, we're going to plane uh, with full people. We're running out of fuel and we have to land, but there's no land. <laughs> Like what? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. Like my mom had me watching that shit when I was like in first grade. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, ah, <laughs> land fish. <laughs> I thought I was safe. Stay in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. There, uh, I think the the only time like stuff scared me like that, but nothing really stuck with me like. To where I was like afraid, like afraid of taking showers or something. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean yeah, if you're a kid and you know you, you go into the shower, you don't want to wash your hair because you're afraid that somebody's gonna be like. <laughs> I definitely watched Psycho as a kid, and that I that didn't do it to me. But the thing <laughs> that scared me as a kid was a uh, what is that movie? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was wild. Ooh. Your mom let you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, my mom didn't, but my dad was with me. Uh, we were watching TV in a hotel room somewhere. My dad was like, oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it was like one of the sequels. And we were watching it. And I was like, I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then after a while, like, I think that we were in a hotel room, like in like one of those those hotels with the doors on the outside. Like, right. you know what I'm talking about? Like we were yeah. in one of those, and then in the sequel, I think the Texas like uh, Leatherface had like run into one of those hotels, and I was just like, mm. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we can turn this off. <laughs> this probably isn't good like, for you to watch right now. Just like, <laughs> yeah, he like ran into a hotel that kind of looked like ours, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> it was something like that to where he could tell he was like, mm, I'm gonna go ahead and turn this off. That's probably. <laughs> a little too close to home 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> usually stuff like that didn't scare me. It was really like the the ghosts and things. So I never really got scared by like the monster yeah. movies to where it's like big sandworms. Like I love, you know me, I love Tremors and stuff as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you didn't see Tremors until until this show. <laughs> I did not. No. Yeah. Tremors with uh oh yeah, with uh, Kevin Bacon and he had the Yes sir. doing the the stance on the, on the, <laughs> the hand on the hip. Loose. <laughs> I don't remember the song. I was about to sing Footloose in the tune of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then stopped so <laughs> Foot loose, foot loose, foot loose, foot loose, foot loose. <laughs> like that is not the tune. Yeah, man, you're blending the '80s, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all blurring in my head now. Now that the '80s are 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, isn't that crazy? Oh god. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm old. Yeah, so let's talk about modern stuff, not talk about stuff from 40 years, 30 years ago. <laughs> like stuff from space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's think about the future, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'll see, we'll see ships like this before we die. I'm gonna make it to the year 10,000. Don't yeah. you worry. Yeah, these ships were weird <laughs> as hell, like uh in this movie, which I can appreciate. I mean, you look like a giant pebble. Yeah, like I definitely appreciated that. And um, a friend of mine was telling me that uh, that's uh, the reason why a lot of the ships looked so cool is because um, it, it all gets kind of explained in the book. But in the book, because it's a sand planet, you can't have things like uh, jet propulsion and turbo like, you know, like stuff that sand can get into. So instead of that, they have uh, like those winged ships that look like dragonflies and giant balloons and like yeah, yeah, yeah. all of this crazy stuff because they can't have like the normal jet propulsion um, mm -hmm. technology. So like they don't even really talk about that kind of stuff in this movie because there's so much to talk about. Like I feel like there could easily be a three and a half hour cut of this. I guarantee oh, you there's a absolutely. director's cut of this as three and a half hours. Oh yeah, 100%. You know, I want to see, I want to see dave putista um get a little bit more screen time because um i like that guy i think he's a great actor and um yeah i hate that he plays the same role in every <laughs> in every film <laughs> i don't think he plays the same role man i think he, he's a i think he's pretty he's pretty solid to being different in in uh in his roles because like because i know he's got those standard like i'm like uh what is it oof uh stuber oof trash oh yeah i remember was, stuber yeah that was real bad he was blind uh, yeah yeah it was real weird like he's uh <laughs> yeah that he was like he what do you, he got like uh what is it lasik well, eye surgery yeah, so and he was he was Whoa. squinting like the entire movie. I was like, that has to happen. <laughs> Stuber. Yeah. But yeah, he was in he was Inspector. He was in uh you know oh, yeah, when he, he got into Guardians Inspector. of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I feel bad for him because he's like, I really want some rom com roles. And I'm like, that's very that's adorable. not your lame, bro. <laughs> like that's very adorable, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're not that dude. <laughs> you don't think he, he's handsome enough for a rom-com role? You can't see him in a movie with Jennifer Aniston? No. 
<laughs> Sorry. I think he's real cool, but like I don't know if I want to watch him fall in love. <laughs> that would be very strange. Here I am. Uh, I like you too. <laughs> hey man, big ball right. dude, we love too. Now I I'm sure life is great for him. I'm sure he has a lot of love. Um <laughs> But I think Knock at the Cabin is supposed to be like a, a, a little bit of a uh, yeah, a stretch for him. And I think Dune was pretty good, too. Like he's I, I think he's he's very good at playing the roles he he does play, like even Drax, man, like mm -hmm. Drax is a I feel like that's a difficult character to really make your own. And he he did it in a way that's like it's very simple, but like. It's something about playing the straight man. Like if you're able to play the person that can play the character dead straight through and everybody else is being weirded out by you being dead straight, like that's that's very difficult in comedy. Like yeah. A uh, prime example when he's standing there eating the chips and he's like uh I I'm I'm invisible if I don't move. And they're like, yeah. "But we can see you." He's like, "No, you can't." And he's like playing that dead straight, but they're like, I don't know. Like, that's not <laughs> right. He's and he's really, really good at that. Did you see the uh uh the holiday special? I did. I absolutely hated it. I was like, this is weird. Like, why is there a <laughs> musical number by Kevin Bacon in the darkest depths of outer space <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> Man, see, oh, oh no. <laughs> Everybody takes this stuff so seriously. I don't I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Can't enjoy nothing. I'm like, She-Hulk wasn't that bad. Everybody's like, no, it was fucking trash. No, like, I, I absolutely love She-Hulk. She-Hulk was probably one of my favorite um Marvel properties. But yeah, I get what you're saying because like people they hated She-Hulk. Like that one, I argued with so many people on Twitter uh after that twerking episode. I'm like, guys working is just a dance it's like no it's sexual and she's disgusting like the camera was on her butt and my son he watched his big green butt just bounce up and big down. green butt she definitely had on a pantsuit like a big old loose pantsuit i wish it was a big old green butt hey man <laughs> their ratings will be through the roof <laughs> megan the stallion and she hulk sign me up with <laughs> she hulk in the style of <laughs> cardi b <laughs> oh man yeah let's put her in and take out kylie jenner in that one music video <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny music video just like a giant muscly green woman <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> oh yeah hey me up. go All for right. it go for it marvel you've uh you messed up enough. I think you should go ahead and like just just swing for the fences, swing for the stars, man. Like let's go for it. You already got all the money. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's like all, and that, and that's the that's the problem with all of this is like like for instance, Dune Dune is a prime example of one of those movies that it made money, but just enough money for the studio to be like, all right, we'll make another one. Like it, it didn't like they were not, they weren't sure this movie was going to make enough money to continue. Like, I remember that was the big thing is they did not announce like, oh, we're signed on to do three movies. Nope. Nobody knew. There's a big controversy and, too, wasn't 
Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it was a controversy though, but I remember a lot of people like talking about it. I think it was, was it because uh, people just didn't get it. What do you think? Well, no, I think I think it's just that this is like I was saying, man. This is hard sci-fi, and hard sci-fi yeah. notoriously does not make money, and and that's kind of the hard thing. Like, uh, let me see, Arrival. Like I'm sure Arrival that was a that was a great movie. It got um it got this dude this job. Um, I ain't gonna lie, but yeah. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I saw Arrival. I was like, damn, where's all the guns and violence? See, exactly, and th- and that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's the kind of sci-fi movie that you're like. Uh, I don't know if this is going to make any money. And Arrival made Arrival made two hundred million with a budget of forty seven million dollars. Wow! Everybody was rich. The lighting guy went home with a check. Thirty forty seven million dollars. That's really not much for this big of a sci fi movie. That's no. crazy. Not at all. How much do you wow. think Jeremy Renner took home? I don't know, man. Like that, it it just depends on their contracts, man. Some of these people don't get contracts like that. Like that's a big deal if you're getting percentages. Like you may get residuals, but if you're getting percentages of the box office, you're making big money. Yeah. Like that's that's uh, what's his name? Uh, like like we talked about in the last episode, Brad Pitt famously turned down like uh, what is it, the lead role in Avatar and two percent of the profits. That you know how much money that would have been? Crazy. He turned yeah. down Avatar. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He turned down the protagonist's was, uh, role. I thought that was Matt Damon. That wasn't Matt Damon. Who did I say? Brad Pitt. I didn't say Matt Damon. No. Hmm. Was it? Did you say Matt Damon? I can't remember. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I feel like you're gaslighting me, Cam. <laughs> or maybe I'm gaslighting you by saying you're gaslighting me. Everybody's getting gaslighted. <laughs> Gaslight a gaslighter. (laughs) But if you gaslight me, then I'm gaslighting you. But actually, if you gaslight me, then everybody is gaslighting. But if you're gaslighting the other person, (laughs) maybe we're just not gaslighting. Maybe we're just forgetting. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's late. (laughs) We're getting towards the end of this fucking episode. (laughs) Maybe that's what's going on. (laughs) So. On that note, people, go go see this. Go see this movie. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen this it, on HBO Max, it's easy to watch. Well, it's not easy to watch. It's actually two hours and forty five minutes. So set aside some time. Turn off all the lights. Uh, get get comfortable because it's it's worth watching all the way through, and it's going to leave you wanting more. It definitely leaves you wanting more. I'm, I'm ready TV, for the sequel. OLED surround sound Oof. system. Oof. No. Ooh, with the with the Hans Zimmer soundtrack, we didn't even talk about that, man. Okay, we got it. Okay, before we get out of here, I just want to I just want to touch on Hans Zimmer. Um, that dude's obviously legendary composer. He's done um, all these crazy Nolan movies, all this stuff. But this one, this was one of the uh, if I could use the word visceral. I'll say yeah. that, like with all of the the throat singing and the, like is, it was crazy, man. This is peak Hans Zimmer, honestly. Like, this is his best work, 
100%. Wow. Yeah. Like, and I, I'd love, I should have, I should have pulled up clips of just the uh, soundtrack alone because it's, it's enough to, it's enough to almost take you out of the movie in a good way. It's crazy. So it like, like we were saying, people, if you got the system, turn it up. If you got the, the 4k OLED, um, let me borrow some money. Uh, but yeah, you should definitely watch it on that because <laughs> that's a nice TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like this, <laughs> this movie's great. So definitely, definitely check it out. And, uh, thank you, Cam, for, uh, for, <laughs> for joining me on this one. Uh, I, I thought you maybe had watched this a bunch of times, but, but you said, uh, uh, you just like the way it looked, so <laughs> yeah, I watched it probably twice, and like it, it got to the same point in the series, like after the big worm, and then they started, um, you know, doing the whole future, the whole future thing. I was like, mm. all right, well, we got Zendaya over there, all right. <laughs> you know, she was only in this movie for like four minutes. It's something yeah. crazy like that, or maybe like ten minutes. It's something crazy like that. It's really crazy. She made a bunch of money for being on screen for like five minutes. <laughs> Tom Holland, Wild. secure the bag. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> man. Actually, Tom's making money. He's making that Spider-Man money too. Big money. I can't imagine. Secure the bag. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Both. I think both of them secure the bag together. Y'all be y'all y'all gonna make a cool couple. Short Kings win. <laughs> but all right y'all once again thanks for joining us on the folding list follow us on youtube listen to the podcast hit like subscribe all that stuff we definitely appreciate it but uh catch you next time peace peace